Welcome back to episode 8 of Tipsy Twigs. Let's crack open a cold one with your favorite benders. I want to let the listeners know I'm actually going up to Buffalo. Um, you know, since I'm, I go to school in Ithaca, so it's about a little less than three hour drive up to Buffalo. And I'm going to go get some wings, because you have to get wings when you're in Buffalo. Don't you dare call them buffalo wings. <laughs> That's what I found out from a local. You don't call them buffalo wings, you just call them wings. Mm-hmm. And then we're actually going to go to a place called um, Paula's Donuts. So, shout out Paula's Donuts. Um, apparently that's like the number one place, like donut place, up, up in that area. Um, it's supposed to be really good. So, we're getting wings, donuts, and we're going to have some drinks, some beers and stuff, and then... And then go to the to the game. They're actually doing a banner. They're raising the banner for um, um the that the announcer, the Canadian. I know it's RJ. It's RJ Knight. So um, they're raising the banner before the game starts. So it should be pretty fun. We're gonna. I'm driving up there with a buddy, probably in the afternoon. Um, you know, have food, some drinks, some donuts. Go to the game. And we're driving back after the game, so we're probably going to get back at like midnight-ish. But it'll be a fun, a fun day trip. I can talk about my, we can talk about March Madness. I'll do that while you're, while you're looking at this stuff. I'll just start it. Because that was like a, did you find it, find it already? Out of my stinking beds. Did not do well. I mean, the brackets busted. I think everyone says. Well, yeah, because Gonzaga is no longer in, and 99.9% of the people who made a bracket had Gonzaga at least in the Final Four, if not winning. Yeah, so I don't think anyone expected, but, uh, what's this going, Jersey City? That's doing amazing. Well, they just got kicked. They get, just got, um,. Uh, they just lost. They just got kicked. Oh, but um, it's St. Peter's. Yeah, Peacocks at St. Peter's. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they're a 15 seed that made it, the first 15 seed ever to make it to um, Final Eight. It's not final. It's not called Final Eight. I can't remember. Elite Eight. That's what it's called. I keep wanting to say Sweet Eight, but it's Sweet Sixteen and then Elite Eight. I don't know why my brain like wants to say Sweet Eight for some reason. Um, but yeah, so the. St. Peter's um, first they weren't even expected to beat Kentucky and then they beat Kentucky and then everybody was like oh my god what the because Kentucky was um, a two seed I believe so the mm-hmm. 15 seed beat the two seed in the first round and then they moved on and they beat their um, the next one and you know it just like kept going and people were like oh my god are they going to like like imagine they make it to the to the final four, which obviously they they didn't because they got knocked um, by UNC. UNC beat them by like I think like eleven points or something crazy. Um, I think it was eleven points. I actually don't remember. No, no, twenty twenty points. That's what it was. They beat them by twenty points. Um, and so everybody's bracket was busted, and then everybody's second chance bracket, not everybody's, but a decent 
amount of people for their second chance brackets were busted too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of my like parlays and things didn't go through because I had Houston covering a spread or winning. Um, you know, I had like Miami covering the spread because I gave them. I mean, that was on me. I they sh- I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyway because I was like, ah, no, I think they can do it because they were, yeah. they were playing pretty well. So my me and my neighbors have been betting on these games, and so far nobody's ma- made any real money. Like I, I maybe maybe I made like ten bucks one time because mm-hmm. um, I got the right uh, over under for the halves or something. But yeah, no one's making like any real cash. Like every once in a while, we'll throw in like a dollar on on a bet that could win us like fifteen k, and no yeah. one. <laughs> obviously, that we none of us actually like make that like get that bet, but. My roommate, he's leaving tomorrow to drive back to Jersey to go with his family down to New Orleans. Um, New Orleans for the Final Four, so he's actually going to be gone until next Tuesday because he'll be getting freaking plastered in New Orleans for the Final Four meet. And he's so excited because he gets to see... His his team is UNC, so he gets to see mm-hmm. UNC versus Duke down there, and he's like so awesome. excited. So that's Saturday for him. So he's like mad hyped. But his car broke down. And so I had him last week on Thursday. I had to bring him to the mechanic. um, Mm -hmm. And they told him that they're not going to, they weren't going to get to his car until probably Monday. And then they finally got to his car on Monday and was like, hey, you have a misfiring piston. You probably shouldn't drive your car. And he was like, well, I have to go drive to Jersey on Wednesday, so it better be fixed. <laughs> or like, can you give me a temporary fix? Yeah. And so today he called them and was like, hey, can I drive my car, you know, Wednesday down home? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, you can probably make it to Jersey. He's just like, you definitely should go see um, a Volvo specialist because this car is a Volvo um, and they're like, you should see a Volvo specialist and have them fix it, because um, the the garage you went to up here, like, isn't really able to. Um, they're like not a big enough garage. There's a Volvo place up here, but he wants to take it when he goes to Jersey, which is probably the smarter move, just because he's going to be there for like a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so then I was like, oh, that's good. So then he was going to pick up the car today, because he was like, hey, okay, that's good. I'm going to pick up the car after school. Um, you know, is that fine? And they said, yeah, it's totally fine. So he like paid for it because his credit card over the phone. And then after class, I picked him up from class. We drove to the, uh, the garage mechanic and, you know, we see his car and we're like, okay, this is great. And I was just about to like drop him, just drive off. And he goes, "Hey, hey, wait. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he like looks around in his car and he's like, they didn't leave the keys and the doors are locked. And I was like, oh shit. So then he was like looking around to see if they left his keys somewhere that weren't like in the car. And then he was like trying to call them, but obviously no one's answering because it was like six o'clock at the time. So they're like off work. But it was just funny because he was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I literally called them like this morning saying to leave my keys in the car and blah 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 he's like <laughs> going off <laughs> yeah how do you forget to put the keys in the car that you just I don't 
I don't know. We don't know what happened because then I was like, did they lock your keys in your car? Because that would be really fucked because you don't have another set of keys. Yeah. And he was like, I don't even see the keys anywhere in the car. Like, it's not on the dash or and it doesn't look like it's in the, um, you know how sometimes they put it in the visor? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, it doesn't even look like there's anything in the visor and his keys are bulky so like he would see them pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. So now he still doesn't have his car. So now tomorrow after my classes and his classes, I have to go drive him back down there um, so he can pick up his car because he's supposed to leave tomorrow mm-hmm. right after class. And I was like, well, <laughs> but yeah, we were, he literally called them and specifically said, hey, I'm going to pick it up today after my class. Is that fine? And the guy was like, yep, yep. I'm going to leave your keys in the car. I'm going to leave the receipt on your chair. Everything will be mm-hmm. good. And then we yeah. got there, and he's like, there's no receipt, there's no keys, I don't know where they put it, the doors were locked, and I was like, oh, God. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, it was just, <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, guys. So, no keys, and they're driving down the Jersey farm. Yeah, so, tomorrow, we have to do that. They just, they just really like the car, they just don't want them to have it back. It's not a nice enough car for them to be like that. <laughs> it's not like they're working on a really nice like sports car. It's like it's like a college kid's Volvo, like Volvo like SUV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like pretty fucked up on the side because he sideswiped one of the houses over here. Mm-hmm. They just want to sell it. <laughs> it was just I was in the car when he did it too. It was like oh my god. I was he was we were gonna go drive to I don't know probably like Panera or something to get mm-hmm. food and he parked we have a driveway that ha- is in between two houses like the two houses are you know rented to college students or whatever not a big deal and he's parked it on like the far side of the of the driveway how our driveway works is that you can either pull forward and then back all the way out or you can actually wrap around that the, the house the middle house because there's three houses in a row and there's two driveways that come all the way down and around Mm-hmm. So he likes to stay on that far side and then just go down, like drive down and around instead of backing up through the whole driveway. Yeah. But he parked really close to the house, like the wall, because we, like the driveway on the sides of the houses basically go up to the side of the house. And so he parks there because we all park as close as we can to the side of the driveways because it's not that wide to begin with. So if you are like a foot away from the end you're blocking people from getting out or in mm-hmm. um so we always park as close as we can to the end like the sides of the driveway especially when it was snowing so he was parked there and we were gonna go we were, he turned in the car we were going up there and then i see him turning the wheel and i was like this is why are you turning the wheel you're, this is way too soon to be turning the wheel but i didn't say anything because i was like oh he's probably just like turning it because they were already turned one way and he was just like straightening them out so i didn't say anything but then we start moving forward and we're turning and i was like i was like bro what <laughs> and he was yeah he's like he fixed it and i was like okay that's fine like he fixed it he, we're going straight now and then he just like just kept going and then we just hear this like <laughs> Like this big ass like noise of like of like scraping down the side of his car, and I was like, "Bro, Jeez. just hit the fucking house." <laughs> he, he stopped. I got out to look. He didn't even get out. I got out to look, and whole side of the Volvo is just scratched up from like the siding, like the plastic siding. That's you know, it's a 
college has. It's not like nice siding. It's plastic siding that can just like be ripped off, <laughs> and the side of the house is all fucking ripped on the side. And I was like, "Are you about sideswiping it? It doesn't move. It didn't move anywhere. It's not jumping at you. It's it's staying still. It mm-hmm. stayed still the whole time." Uh, <laughs> maybe turn wider next time. It was just hilarious. So his whole, you know, the whole side of his car scraped up. I don't think anybody wants to take his car. My neighbor, Chunk, he he went into the ditch. He's got a car that only has um, front-wheel drive, and we're up in Ithaca where it snows all the time, and it's icy all the time. And he was driving back from one of the pre-games that we were at, at one of these girls' house, one mm-hmm. of our friends' um, house. And his car also doesn't have AC or heat, so he can't defrost his windows or defog his windows. So he had a whole bunch of people hop in his car because no one wanted to walk. It was probably about zero degrees out because um, it was during the winter. It had just snowed, and it was icy as all hell. And so people went into his car, and he was like, normally he would have the windows down so he could see, but he felt bad because he had like four other people in the car. So he was like, all right, well, I'll keep the windows up so no one gets cold. But then he couldn't see out of his windows. So he was guessing where he was like backing up. And behind the, the, the our friend's house, like the street that he was backing up into has this little like dip, like divot, because it has um, a pipe for like the, all the water oh, no. that runs off. <laughs> so he literally backs up and goes into this ditch. And, like, everybody's, like, in the car. I'm not there because I wasn't in the car. I was still in the house. But yeah. everybody's, like, in the car. He was telling me later. But, like, everybody was, all the girls were, like, freaking out in the car. And they're, like, oh, my God, we filmed it. Blah, blah, blah. And he was, like, just get out. It's not a big ditch. Just get out and go get an Uber and go drive to the bars or whatever. So he's waiting with his car. Our, uh, my, uh, my neighbors, his roommates, also drove, happened to drive to, the, to that house, too. So he, Jay, he has a forerunner, Toyota or whatever. So he takes his car and literally pushes Chunk's car out of the ditch as Chunk's, like, flooring it to try to get out, obviously. And he gets out, but he hits a patch of ice. Oh, no. And goes into the ditch that's, like, literally 10 feet forward in front. And then he's, like... It's like, what can't go wrong did go wrong. Exactly. His whole front and side of his car is, like, leaning into this ditch... His whole front of his car right now is being strapped up by three bungee cords because his whole bumper just <laughs> came off. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Jay couldn't push him out of that one because he was like face first into this ditch. <laughs> like, like I we I was walking back to my house with with my roommate Brian, mm-hmm. and we happened to walk by his car. We didn't realize he was still there because he like came back in the in the house and was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna stay here waiting for the tow truck." And we were all like, "What?" And he told us. And then so when we finally left the house, we were like, oh, he probably got picked up. And then we walk halfway down, the, like partway down the road, and we see he's still in the ditch. <laughs> and he's sitting in a tow truck with the driver, smoking a cigarette with the driver and going, there's nothing to see here, nothing to see here, keep walking, guys. <laughs> sort of like junk. The tow truck driver couldn't even get him out. They had to call another another driver. Oh, my God. Pull him out of this ditch. The fuck, junk. So he, his car was out of out of commission for a little while mm-hmm. and then he got it like fixed so that it was like drivable but like he didn't get any of the cosmetic stuff fixed so that's why his whole bumper if i had a picture i would show it to you his whole yeah. bumper is being held up by three like green bungee cords 
Jeez, but also Fuck this up. dude brought a car that I mean, take whatever car you can get, but still. Yeah, it was a hand me down. Yeah, it was like you know, not not his fault, but you know, still, it's a car that uh, isn't meant for that kind of. Yeah. Weather well, the only atmosphere. the only part that was his fault was that he he didn't he decided not to keep his windows down so he could see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before he started driving, <laughs> so I, I no, I love I love Chunk. He's a great great guy, but I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> but, idiot. I was like, poor poor guy went into the ditch twice. <laughs> twice. Gets out, thinks he's home free, and then ditch. Yeah, he gets he gets. That's the sad part is that my you know Jay pushes him out with his car. So he's on the road. He gets out of the ditch. He just happens to hit another patch of ice. Because <laughs> it it's a ditch, then flat ground because the ground comes over a, a, a pipe for the, for the water runoff and like sewage stuff. So it's like ditch, flat, ditch. And he happens to hit a patch of ice that's in front of the flat portion. And his car goes into that second big ditch. <laughs> And so he comes out of one, the beginning ditch, to go into the second ditch. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about hockey now. Yeah, let's get to uh, hockey. Now um, that I've, like, totally distracted everybody. Wild stories, so. Someone's gotta make up for a while Holly's gone. Yeah, I know. For the week. Um, yes, if you guys haven't noticed, Holly is not on this podcast, this, this episode. Um, but she will be joining us again for the next one. Don't you worry next week's episode i got plenty of stories but i will i will let us continue to hockey we'll get into the the hockey talk um so yeah we'll go through the kind of main trades of the deadline um i'll start with the biggest probably the biggest trade i'd say on the uh on the day uh, would be the mark andre flurry trade to Minnesota from Chicago for a so it's a second round pick that has conditions. So it becomes a first if Minnesota make the conference finals and Flurry wins four games in the first two rounds. Yeah, so that that'd be good. Um, they, I don't think. I mean, he might get four wins, but I don't know if they'll, Minnesota's good enough to make it to the conference finals. Although the. Uh, they've been playing pretty well so far. They are, but it's, uh, and I was kind of thinking again, you know, the Western Conference. I guess it depends on who they're playing. In. Well, who would they be playing right now if they were to start right now? Do you know? Uh, if they're to start right now, let me check. For the Western Conference, so Colorado's one for Central. They're second right now in Central. Play the winner of Colorado and whoever Colorado plays, which I think think is sorry, it would be I think Vegas as of right now because um, Vegas is the second wild card the lower of the two wild cards and currently Colorado's first in that yeah Calgary's first in Pacific but they're 10 points behind Colorado yeah, so, and then they'll probably out of the Vegas, Colorado, yeah. I mean, you never remember Vegas has been playing well. It's, it's a bit weird that they even make the playoffs, but anyway. Yeah. Um, 
they, I guess it's like whether you think the Canucks can catch them. Um, uh, only down by three in the place in amount of game, so possible. Um, but Vegas hasn't been very good this season. Uh, I mean, if they get near Mark Stone and back, then they'll be fine. It'll be a much closer matchup from Colorado. I probably would hope for Vegas to overpass Edmonton. Because as Edmonton has Connor McDavid and Lane Drysaddle, but the depth and defensively and goaltending is uh, not fantastic. So I would probably hope for that. So Minnesota has a decent chance of making it to the conference finals. They just will have to get through the Blues, who solid team. I think they can beat them, but then they're facing one of, as of right now, either Vegas or Colorado, which would be tough. This is Colorado. Anyway, so they, as of right now, I think it, you know, they have a good chance of keeping their first, and it'll just end up being a second. But even if they do this their first, it'll be a late first. So at that point, who cares? Um, I don't think they will. It's kind of similar situation we'll talk about later with the, the Rangers trade for Andrew Cobb, um, where they're second. If, um, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll go right into that trade, actually. Um, it's one of the bigger trades of the, uh, the deadline. So it was Andrew Cobb and a six to the Ra- a 2023 six to the Rangers for Martin Barron, who's a prospect, played at Cornell. He's a good player, but he'll probably be, at best, a third-line center, probably a fourth-line lifer, which is fine. You need guys... You need guys like that and especially on cheap contracts and your depth guys to be cheap and uh you know at at value um and then they have a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 second round pick and a 2023 fifth round pick so both the seconds are conditional second in 2022 is um turns into a first of you know the rangers make it to the conference finals and cops Cobb plays 50% of the playoff games. And then the other second is um, either going to be Winnipeg and choose whether they want it to be. Oh, sorry, the other way around. 2023 is the conference finals and whatnot. The um, 2022 is Winnipeg choose whether it's the 2022 pick, second round pick, or I believe it's. I think it's St. Louis. I think it's St. Louis's 2022 second round pick, and then Rangers' 2023 second round pick. So they're giving up. They would give up less than one of the seconds. Um, you know, at the end of that trade, I don't think it's. Just, you know, I think it's a good trade, even though it will most likely, most likely be a rental for a cop. Um, they at most give up a lead first. Which, at that point, who cares? Because he made it to the conference finals, and you're one round away from uh, making the Stanley Cup finals. Um, has been very good for us. Um, all the pickups that we got, Frank Vachano was before the trade deadline, but he's had five goals in five games. Uh, Cobb has had, I think four points in his first, like, three games or something along those lines. Might not be. 
might not be that much, but I can't, I can't remember the exact stats. Um, so, it's been good. A good pickup. I like a lot what the Rangers did in the, at the deadline. I think they addressed the needs that they very much needed to address, for lack of a better word. Um, they got depth pieces that can give scoring lower down the lineup, so it's not just the top two lines. And then they addressed like, the seventh kind of depth defenseman, so they're not forced to put out some AHL guy. No, I, I definitely agree with what, what you're saying about that. Um, I yeah, I don't I don't have too much to add because I don't really know the trade well enough. Um, but I definitely agree with with what you're saying about that. Yeah. One trade that Carolina did was they got Max Domi, and I think they're prospects they sent back and forth, but. Um, the main piece in the trade with Columbus was Max Domi. Because I'm not too surprised because they have such a balanced, good lineup um, that they only made like one trade. But I kind of expect them to do more, especially considering uh, the Lightning and Florida were really loading up. Um, and the Leafs, to a degree, because you don't want to mess with what you got. Because they have quite a deep lineup. Um, no, I think it was smart that they didn't really try to do too much, you know? I feel like some teams could potentially do too much, and then having to shuffle lines, you know, right before playoffs and having that chemistry again can really mess things up. Um, like if, you're, if you're a team that is, like, in a spot that is, like, solid, like, don't try to, 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 like, get everybody you can. Just take a few pieces and see where they fit in. Because mm-hmm. the last thing you want to do is, is like, you know, grab all these these players and then have to just shuffle your lines around and then have these lines set before the playoffs so that they have good chemistry. Because the last thing you need is to have something that looks great on paper, but then when they're actually playing... It's like shit, because no one can read off of each other. Yeah, so like, yeah. You know, that's my kind of thought about it. Yeah. Um, so, two more kind of bigger trades. Um, I'd say most of like the large trades, apart from the funny one, um, happens pre-deadline. Um, the deadline kind of happen have more. Um, Bit more depth pieces going around, a few few bigger pieces, but for the most part, it was like kind of teams trying to get guys on cheap, and but that would add value. Uh, yeah, more depth, fourth line, seventh, sixth, seventh, the guys, um, more like AHL movements. But um, so first trade is Archery Lekkinen to Colorado from Montreal for Justin Barron, who's a defensive prospect and a 2024 second round pick. Um, I like it, Terry Lekkinen. I wanted him for the Rangers because um, I just think he's a very good all-around player. Um, so Colorado, a team that's already has a wealth of 
options on offense. Gets even better, and he's more of a defensive player, so that's great for them. No slot. I don't know how what he's where he's played since he's gotten there, but probably like a third line guy, little slot, more of a defensive center, or right wing, but he can also play center. Um, and then the last trade that we'll talk about um, was Ricard Raquel to Pittsburgh for a 2022 second round pick. Zach Aston Reese, Dominic Simone, and Kylie Klang, who's, I think, a goalie prospect. Um, Zach Aston Reese, good depth guy. Um, Dominic Simone, I don't really know that well. Um, I think kind of similar um, to Zach Aston Reese, but I could be way off, and then people are screaming at me like he's a great prospect or decent prospect. And, you know, I just don't know. But, um, yeah, I think Pittsburgh definitely did well um, with this trade because he, he's a good, like, Ricardo Cole's good middle six kind of winger that, similar to the Rangers, um, I think I talked about this last week, where they're, they need that, like, the top of the lines are good, but they need more depth scoring. Um, and if he can take a spot of some guy in the second line, which the game tonight, he was on the second line with Evgeny Malkin. Rangers played Pittsburgh tonight um, at the time of us recording, um, or on the day of us recording. Um, and then, you know, pushes all the guys down the lineup and just makes the lineup deeper. So I think that's a good pickup for Pittsburgh because, you know, they don't, as of right now, they don't need. I mean, they will in the future. You know, they'll be, they'll go through some tough times once, uh, you know, Crosby and Malkin and Latang are, are gone. Because um, they'll have to go through a full, full rebuild. Um, but, you know, they're still good now. So it definitely makes sense for them to pick up a guy like Raquel who's going to come in and make an impact now. And, yeah. Oh, you know, for them, hopefully push them, take them far into the playoffs. So, yeah, uh, I'd say the bigger trades. Um, I believe we addressed earlier on the Claudio one, right? Did we address these last week? Uh, yes, we did. Yeah, so a lot of those bigger trades happened. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I can say I did watch the Bruins versus the Leafs tonight. We are recording uh, a few days later than we normally do. Um, and uh, Austin Matthews scored his 49th goal against the Bruins. Unfortunately, we lost 6-4 to four tonight. It was not ideal for us. Um, yeah, there was way to too many turnovers, and Swayman was not having a good night. Yeah, and Aiden Matthews is up scoring, so Crowder can uh, get the Rocket Richard trophy for most goals in the regular season. He's up 45 right now. now. He scored. He just he scored tonight. He has 45 now, so he's only four off. We just need Matthews to have going off. I think he's 
Let me look. I think he might be tied or maybe a little bit behind. Um, uh, Liam Dreisaitl. They're kind of jockeying for that second place. And for a time, you know, they're all kind of around each other. Um, okay, Dreisaitl has 48. So Dreisaitl is close to him as well. So I need both of them to stop going. Ovechkin has 42. So, you know, he's kept his, his pace going. Uh, but that's the Ovechkin way, you know. Who's gonna? Who do you think is gonna have that the rookie award? I think it should be um, uh, Maureen Sider. Who's he, he playing for again? Detroit. The defenseman. He's from Germany. He's the absolute beast. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but there's a hit against like against the Flyers. He just like he's just so much bigger than everyone else. <laughs> he just ragdolls the guy. Uh, he just, and then, like, he just, he's got good hands. He makes great plays in his own zone. I mean, he's a rookie, and they're playing him, like, 25 minutes a night and just really relying on him to do well, and he's he's done well, you know. The Detroit not being the best team isn't his fault. It's just overall the team, you know, it's a young team. Kind of like where the Rangers were you know, a few years ago, where they're like, you can see they're on the up and up, but they're not there yet. Um, and that's kind of where they're at. So, you know, obviously the wins aren't going to always be there, but they've got some great young pieces and they'll be very good in a few years. And, you know, back to the old Red Wings way where they're just making the playoff every year, playoffs every year and kind of. Always in it, always kind of dominant. Um, yeah, some people might like that. Some people might. Uh, I'm sure well, Detroit Wings fans will like that. But I'm sure, if you're a division rival, you won't be looking forward to that. Um, and a side note, just also about the Bruins and the and the um, Leafs, because obviously it's a big rivalry right now, and it keeps going back and forth. Who's getting that third spot? Um, uh, a, f- a fun little side note is actually Brad Martian and um, John John uh, Tavares both came out with um, a breakfast cereal. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so Connor, John Tavares uh, my old roommate sent me a. He's like, are you gonna? He sent me the picture of Brad Martian with the, the whatever cereal is. Is he? He's like Martian Munch Cinnamon yeah. Crunch. <laughs> He's like, are you going to get this? I was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Martian Munch Cinnamon Crunch, and John Tavares is, is um, Recipe 91, which is like a granola cereal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, Martian Munch has a better ring than Recipe 91. But All that alliteration. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I'm a sucker for one. That's why it's Tipsy Twigs. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I thought that was really funny I, I saw it um, earlier when I was watching the game I was like looking at some stuff during intermission and I was like no fucking way <laughs> yeah during the Rangers intermission on like on their broadcast they have because uh, I like they you know they'll go like around the league and like during the intermission um, so yeah when I I think the Red Leafs were up like 5-1 at one point or something like that maybe it was 4-1 but they're talking about it I was like oh Nick's gonna be pissed. <laughs> He's gonna be real pissed. And then, like at the end, I think during the second intermission, they they were talking about Tavares and his his cereal. 
It's like, well, it's going to be a trend where everyone's going to start getting on the, the serial train. We're going to see, you know, I don't know what next, but there's going to be another player that's going to have their serial. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I know Martian has a clothing company already. Him mm-hmm. and, and another Bruin. Oh my god, I'm blanking on it. Uh, I think more. I think it's Martian and more. They have a clothing, like an apparel company. Because they do hunting a lot. So they have a, like a hunting apparel company stuff. And So he's always wearing his like his company's hats and things to, to yeah. press conferences and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know if any Rangers fans have like companies or anything like or not fans but players have any companies or anything like that. Um, all I know is that Mika is like a DJ on the side. Apparently really? He's doing music or something. Yeah. He's a DJ? That's, really, that's interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't. I honestly would not have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have, I've never heard any of his stuff so I don't know how good he is. Um, Someone go find his SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to know what his DJ uh, name is. I have no idea. I should should look it up next time. His DJ name, SoundCloud. Someone's going to find it. Someone out there knows. Someone will find it, yeah. Maybe Hank will find it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Hank. Um, if you're a Rangers fan, well, go listen to Hank's... Uh, quick shout out. Go listen to Hank's uh, podcast. Uh, not another Rangers podcast. Someone will like Someone along those lines. Let me let me actually look it up. Bad friend. Don't know his name. You don't even know the name of your own friend's podcast. Uh, uh, That's rough. Yo, Hank, I would remember. I just was never told, so. Another Mary Granger's podcast. There we go. I was close. We'll segue into our tournament section now. Unless you had something else to say. Do you have something else? No, yeah. I was going to say that was the trade deadline and, you know. Wasn't apart from a couple of trades, it wasn't the most eventful one. I'd say a lot of the bigger ones, yeah, happened before. But yeah, we'll go into the tournament. I do want to do the question of the week first. Oh yeah, we'll go on the question of the week. Um, it's related to the uh, trade deadline. It's uh, directly related. It's like, how do you think your team did um, at the deadline? You know, good, bad, ugly. Yeah, why don't you start us off? Why don't you answer that for us? What do you think the Rangers did? Well, yeah, I uh, kind of briefly mentioned it earlier, but um, I think they did great. They definitely addressed areas of need. Um, they made this team a lot deeper. Um, you know, prior to the deadline, Tabard team, well, the bottom, like the bottom half, the cap for them were age of guys. The guys that, you know, if you really need to call someone up, you call them up. If a lot of injuries and you really, you know, a lot of guys are out or, or whatever. But um, guys that probably shouldn't get that many games in the NHL and you know, are probably AHLers for life. Um, a few of them are you know, good enough to play fourth line minutes, but uh, some of them, you know, probably shouldn't be mainstays or firmly cemented in this lineup. Um, yeah, so I think they addressed that area and they addressed their camp kind of depth all over around. Um, they got a couple of guys in that can play kind of up and down the lineup. 
with Frank Fratrano and Andrew Cobb. Um, not guys I want, like, in the top six. Maybe Andrew Cobb, but for the most part, not, neither of them I want in, like, the top six permanently. Um, kind of more like if they're both on the third line and then we can, you know, once, the, like, Capococco is our second line center. If he gets back healthy, um, put him, move him up there. You know, maybe not initially, but once he's back and fully fit, I'd like to see him back there. And then Lafreniere, Laffy has been um, on the third line. He's been playing well. Um, I just, you know, ideally he gets, you know, he gets moved back up to the top six. Um, but, yeah, they definitely, I think they did well. And they didn't give up a lot. They gave up a lot of third and fourth round picks. And, you know, the few seconds, that one that might turn into a first um, for this year, that will be, I believe it's this year's one, uh, that will be a late um even if it's the next year's one, it'll be probably be a later first round pick um, that you know, may or may not turn into an NHL player. That you know, the Rangers already have a deep enough prospect pool that you, you know, it's not a necessity. Um, but I'll pass back to you. How do you think the Bruins did? How does how's yeah. Campus Lindholm been doing? I, I was gonna say, um, you know, he's been in. Wow, I'm a bad, I'm a bad fan. He's been in two games, three games since. Um, you know, I think he's slotting in pretty well. He's been playing um, with the same line as Magavoy. Um, so that first line of of uh, defense, uh, he plays very similarly to how the Bruins like to play. They do a lot of cycle plays. They do a lot of um, defense jumping in and becoming part of the offense. You know, they don't really stay stagnant in their, you know, quote-unquote defense role. Um, you know, the Bruins like having their defensemen just jump in. You know, the amount of times you see, like, Charlie McAvoy or, or Matt Graves, like, like, all the way up by the paint. Like, the, the I said the paint because I'm so focused on the <laughs> uh, freaking March Madness. Um, what I meant to say was the crease... Um, you know, practically acting like a center, getting, you know, creating screens and things by going, you know, across the crease and things like that. Um, mm. So I think he is slotting in pretty well. Um, I, you know, I haven't, you know, it's been three games, so I can't really say, you know, this was a fantastic trade. Like, he's making a world difference. Like, I can't say that. But what I can say is he is slotting in really nicely, and he plays similarly to the way the Bruins like their defense to play, so that he's not like learning anything really new. He's just going off of his own instincts, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you know time will tell. Time will tell how how it ends up going for them. Uh, nice. He is signed, so we have him for the next. Uh, I believe it's what is it six six years. Six years, eight years? What was it? I don't remember now off the top of my head. I think it's um, eight by six and a half. Yeah, I knew those two numbers were in there somewhere. I just couldn't remember exactly where. Um, it's late, so mm. my brain has like decided it doesn't really want to work. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see where this all goes and and 
you know, if he stays with Magavore, if they change it up again or not. So mm-hmm. we will find out. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I've seen that the Bruins have been playing a lot better lately, and they're kind of close to the Leafs. I mean, maybe not now, but... Well, they, we were actually for like a, a day... We were um, the third spot in, in the Atlantic. We, we passed them. But then tonight, playing against them, unfortunately, we were playing like absolute panty munchers and uh, lost 6 4. Yeah. Even, and they're, they're, um, they're starting goaltender, um, um, what's his name? Mar. Ma, M. So it's an M. Maz Mazrik Mazmar M A R A Z E K. I don't remember. I don't know how to pronounce that. Petre Petre. Oh, uh, Ra- Peter. Why did I say Petre? Wow, I cannot read. My brain is just <laughs> not going well. Okay. Anyway, it's late. Mrazik, it's um, was in. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, was injured in that early, but. Yeah, it was injured in the first um, period. No one, I don't, he, they didn't say what happened to him. Like, and I saw, and I was watching the game, and I honestly don't know what happened. I think it was, he might have pulled something, because um, it was, um, the Bruins were on a, on a, it wasn't a breakaway play, but it, it was one where he had to go from one side of the goal and stretch to the other. Some he might have pulled something when having to make that quick adjustment, um, but obviously they have not determined, or, or maybe they've determined but haven't said yet. So yeah, all right. So we're gonna segue into the uh, um, Tipsy Twigs tourney now. We do have Holly's guesses of, for this week, even though she's not here, so she's still participating, and we'll still get the points. Um, Overall. Um are I have 14, you have 13, Holly is 9. Yeah, I mean, Holly's nearly caught up to us, and she's down. Listen, she goes by vibes, <laughs> and I think that's what I need to start doing. What was the chance of Well, I'm going to have to, because I just started looking at the games that we did for, for um, the episode I just posted, and I don't get any points in the first two two days. And you guys both get a point. Both two anyway. Yeah, now I'm going to have to go off of vibes now because I think that's the only way to do it because obviously I'm doing something wrong with going by... I was about to say science, but it's not science. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Going by an- analytics. Although I'm not the analytics guy. You're the analytics guy. You're the data dude. Well, there you, you have... Tipsy Twigs has three hosts. Data Dude, or Analytics, which is you. Then we got Hollis, who's uh, vibes only. Um, and then we have me, who just giggles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a category. What? Mix of the two, I guess. Mix of the two. Analytics and vibes. The in betweener. <laughs> All right, so let's do let's do this tourney. So, um, like we do every week, we will you know mention the games 
each day that we think are going to be the most exciting to watch based on the standings. And then from those games, we decide one game each day to try to predict the winner and the score. So, like always, it's one point for guessing the correct team to win, two points for getting the score correct, and then three points if you guess both the score and the team. Alright, so we're going to get started. Um, so Monday, um, we only have one game, that, um, which is the Leafs versus the Lightnings. So who do you got, Danny Boy? I got Tampa 5-2. Tampa 5-2. Um, I mean, if the Leafs play like they played tonight, I think they would win. But I'm also going to say Lightning because they've been kind of on a roll. I'm going to say Lightning and I'm going to say 4-2. Alright, and Holly, her guess, of course, as everybody knows now, is vibes only. And her vibes are Leafs 4-3. Alright, so Tuesday, we have three games. We have the Leafs versus the Panthers, Wild versus Predators, um, Avis versus Pitt. So we're gonna, I think we're going to do, yep, yeah, we're going to do the, um, Colorado versus Pitt. I'll do the, I'll start this one. I'm going to say Colorado, even though they've been a little up and down recently. But I'm going to say Colorado, and I'm going to say 5-4. I'm going to go Colorado as well, but I'm going to go 3-2. That was my second guess. Um, and Holly let us know that hers was Pittsburgh 3-2. Anybody wondering, Holly is not with us today to record. So before the episode, we had to just let her know which uh, which games we were looking at. All right, Wednesday. We have two games. We have Lightning versus Caps, and then we have Canucks versus the Knights. The Lightning versus Caps game. I'm going to go Lightning, and I'm going to go 4-1. 4-0. 4-0, you think? You got to lock it in. What do you want, 4-1 or 4-0? 4-1. I'm also going to say Lightning, and I'm going to say like 3-2. And Holly said Lightning as well, um, but she said 4-2. Thursday, with three games, we have Pitt versus the Rangers, we have the Kraken versus the, the Blackhawks, um, and we have the Oilers versus the Kings. Um, we're doing the Oilers versus the Kings. Holly said Oilers 5-3. What do you got? I'm going to go, yeah, Oilers uh, 6-2. All right. Um, Actually, do 6-3. Thanks. 6-3. I'm going to say Kings. I'm going to be different. I'm going to say Kings. 4-3. No, wait. No. No. 5-4. I think it's going to be high score. 5-4. Friday, we have two games. We have the Bruins versus the Lightning. And we have the Wild versus the Blue. What are we thinking? For, for Bruins versus Lightning. Or would you like me to start for this one? You got it. Alright, well, I'm going to go with my Bruins. I want to say it's going to be 5-3. I'm going to go with Tampa, and I'm going to say 4-3. Um, Holly went with Bruins, because obviously she knows that the Bruins are right, the vibes are right. I mean, she said Bruins 4-2. Alright, Saturday, we also have three games. Um, we have Colorado versus... Uh, Edmonton, we have Sharks versus Canucks. We have the Ducks versus the Flyers. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Colorado, and I think it's going to be 5-3.
Holly said Oilers, and she said 3-1. I am going with what the vibes tell me, and I'm going to say Colorado as well. Although I hope I'm reading the vibes correctly. I don't know if I read vibes correctly in terms of the way Holly does, but this is what they're telling me. But if she's also reading to vibes, maybe somebody's getting lost in translation, and it's probably me. But it's okay. We're just going to go with it. Um, Colorado. I'm going to say Colorado. And I want to say 4-1. Last day, Sunday, where we have three games as well, we have Bruins versus Capitals. We have the Predators versus the Penguins. And then we have the Kings versus the Wild. What do you got for Predators versus Penguins? Gotta go Penguins, and I'm gonna go 3-1. I'm also gonna go with Penguins, but I'm gonna say 5-2. And then Holly also said Penguins, but she said 4-1. So that will conclude our Tipsy Twigs Torny tonight, and we will uh, update you on the next next episode. Alright, so this episode we um, are not gonna do a trivia either tonight um so that's i'm unfortunate i'm sorry guys it's uh, two weeks in a row that we're not doing trivia you know again we apologize for two weeks of no trivia uh just life is is getting in the way a little bit right now so i promise we will get back to our normal routine and continue the trivia uh when things settle down but until then uh, thanks for tuning in and following us from wherever you listen to our podcast don't forget to follow us on social and YouTube, and we'll see you dusters next week. See?